Welcome, welcome, welcome. Back Happy again. Friday. I know, back again, back again. Back this is what again. episode? Back to back. What episode is this? Five zero. Cinquenta. Listen, ain't no competition out there, okay? Who you know more consistent than us? I'll wait. Episode 50? Who you know? Episode 50 in one year. Mind you, we just recently turned one. We did. We're like, how do moms say? We're like 18 months I know, now. right? <laughs> And we have 50 episodes, and we just want to thank you guys for listening, bearing with us, and loving us. Thank and you, guys. Thank you, thank you. And as usual, we're also on live on Instagram. Yes, and we put these lives on YouTube now. I just want to throw that out there. You guys can yes, follow yes, yes. our YouTube channel so y'all can play this stuff in the background while y'all doing stuff in the house. So you can continue to see our lovely faces and scroll on Instagram. Okay, because <laughs> we know we have listeners all over the world. Okay, yes. Y'all need to see us. See how you see this Over beauty. 20 countries. That's what the stats say. I'm not talking. Okay, let's get Dang. into it. Dami, how do we like to start? We like to start with the hot topics. All right, so let's get into the first thing on our hot topic list. So we like to come at you with updates. All right, so coronavirus updates, guys. Um, we have entered phase three of the clinical trial of these coronavirus vaccine, which yep. is good news, depending on how you look at it. All right. Um, so the first patient was dosed in Savannah, Georgia. The vaccine was created by the biotech company Moderma and the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease. All right. So the first person to be dosed, her name is Dawn Baker. Um, and what she doesn't know, though, even though she has the dose, she doesn't know if she received the placebo or the real vaccine ah. because it is a trial. You know, they're still trying to do all of that. Um, but Dawn says that either way she is happy to be contributing to you know humanity and trying to help us eradicate this coronavirus disease okay well i'm glad to hear that i'm glad because there's a time it was going on in the media that you know they're possibly going to do the testing and all the vaccines and stuff in africa first right. you know so i'm glad that they're not doing it over there at least i've not had gotten any like re- seen any reports, reports or seen right, anything i mean although really there, ongoing. there has been this doctor floating around who's a nigerian doctor that's been saying that um high chloroquine i believe is the mm-hmm. name of the chloroquine hydrochloroquine yeah um she is saying that that is the drug that is curing people you know she definitely went um on a press conference saying she doesn't want the american people to die that that has helped a lot of coronavirus patients so it's a lot of stuff going yeah. around it's I like a lot of stuff. i'm not gonna lie because you know she did say that you know she's gotten so much attacks and you know um what's the word when people send you um threats and stuff threats she's gotten them. threats um, by the NIH because obviously they don't want you know her to put this information out you know that right. there is a drug that can cure you from this so she said that she's not had any patient she said she's treated hundreds of patients and none of them have died from corona so I don't know what's out there you know but it's a, it's a lot of different stuff but you know an update we got tested y'all remember last week we were wearing our masks and this week we are not because we are negative negative okay negative. you know we have sense we know how to be careful because we wear our masks and we wash our hands and we do, you know, okay. And we don't go to places where there's more than 20 people, except the grocery store. And we keep our social distance. <laughs> Six feet, no pressure. 
No pressure. I like that. <laughs> uh, another update that we do have is you guys remember Tamar Braxton. Um, a few weeks ago, she did, I think it was like July 21st or 17th, mm-hmm. um, she did try to commit suicide. So she did write out a letter on Instagram and just basically stating that, you know, um, she just went through a lot with the network that she was with. You know, she said that um, the, agree- they did not, the agreement that it had, it did not happen, right? Mm-hmm. So she said she wanted her story to be told in a certain way. She wants them to portray her in a certain way. But we tend to hear this many times from celebrities. Or For we, exactly. yeah. Because all the people on Growing Up Hip Hop have a problem with we as exactly. well. Exactly. Like, you know, they portray them in a negative light. They do a lot of editing. You know, mm-hmm. they set them up in certain situations. So she said that, you know, she's been doing this for the past 11 years and it's just so demanding yet she said she's underpaid as well and she also did mention about mental health mental health is a very serious situation Mm. and we should normalize normalize it and acknowledge it in our community and that you know she's trying her best to stay healthy for her son Mm. so we definitely do wish her the best you know it's, it's quite sad. You know, I can't imagine the lives that celebrities live and what they go through. Man, this, this you know, we, we talk a lot about reality stars, but that's a different form of entertainment, and it's a lot. And I think what reality stars, in opposed to, like, other type of celebrities, they get a lot of personal, screw to, like, like crucifixion mm-hmm. about their lives. Like, you know, it's one thing to be like, Will Smith movie sucked versus Will Smith ain't shit. You know, right. and I think that that's what they get. Right. I um, agree. I agree. I'm just happy that she's okay. Okay, that she did not die. Yeah. yeah and that she was has a really young, sad. she has a young son. You know, so I do hope that things will get better for her. Yes. We agree, Carla. People do see that glitz and glamour of Hollywood. Uh-huh. And it's not no joke. That's a fact. For real. Everything for real, that for glitter real. is not gold. At all. Um, speaking of glittery people, mm. that was a transition. You know, I'll be trying with the segues. Anyway, another update um, is Meg the Stallion. You know, as I call her, Black America's sweetheart. I just keep reiterating that because me and Courtney she got is, back yeah. But anyway, um, Meg the Stallion, as we all know, she is suffering from gunshot wounds um, from an altercation that happened with Tory Lanez. Um, I'm still going to say alleged because we don't know what really, really happened. Nothing has been confirmed. But uh, Meg the stallion actually took to instagram live this week to let us know some updates on how she is doing so thank god she is doing much better she looks great looks to be in better spirits but she gave us a couple of little details that Mm -hmm. we might have not known so she let us know that she actually was shot in both feet um which is which is crazy to think about the situation she was shot in both feet um and she did need surgery so what she said is thank god no bullets hit any bones or mm-hmm. any major tendons or ligaments or something, which is crazy because um, the bones have about 50% of our bone. Like, the foot has about 50% of our, oh, really? our body's bones. Yeah, like, the foot is almost all bone. Right, So right. it's one of those um, parts of your body that is like that. And then, so she went, she underwent the surgery for that. Um, and she says that, you know, she's still grieving. She let us know that, that a lot of what has been going on and she, she realizes that she's been really friendly with people and just kind of trying to surround herself with space and people because she's really still grieving from the loss right. of her mother. Definitely. Um, which she never dealt with. As we know, Megan lost her mother about a year and a half ago yeah. to uh, brain cancer. Yeah. So we're going to play a short clip right yeah of what she said i'm so nice imagine imagine being imagine being 25 and you don't you don't have both your parents my mama was my best friend she you know i'm still really not over that so you like you kind of try to fill like your space with a bunch of people that you think is making you happy 
it's, it's quite emotional. That's pretty much it. And she yeah. said some other things. But let's even really get into this case real quick. Because yeah, on Twitter, you know, they're saying deport Tory. Because, you know, he's Canadian. He's right. can- I don't even know he's Canadian. I don't know. Oh, you know that? Yeah. I didn't even put it together. I, I thought he was from New York or some nah, shit. Nah, he's a Toronto <laughs> devil. So Wow, okay. Was well, that their mask? <laughs> no, I just wanted to say Oh, that. okay. You know how it's your Dima. Let's call him Toronto. <laughs> Toronto devil. But they're saying that they should deport him. He needs to go back. What do you think about that? Should he be deported? Clearly, he's a terrorist. So nah. go home. Like, that's just how I feel. Um, you know, Megan, Megan also did talk a lot about the memification of her incident um, and how people decided to make it jokes and stuff like that. And 50 Cent, one of the people who, one of the celebrities who thought it was funny to make memes, did come out and apologize. Mm-hmm. He said that he didn't think the internet was real. He thought it was just like social media chatter. I, um, I don't believe that. I believe, I believe that's complete nonsense. I, I, there was hello footage of the of it going on. Like someone got shot. Why would you think that is not real? Yeah, I, I think he thought that it was like. Well, this is what I would say when the when the when the incident first came out. They said she stepped on some glass. Then it came out that she was shot. Then it came out that Tori shot her. I don't think and it was ti- funny at all. Like by the time all that came out, yeah. he he posted that Ricky meme, exactly. and it just wasn't funny. Like regardless of the fact if you thought it was real or not, it's still something sensitive. But you know, this is a man who don't claim his own son on social media. So okay, I don't know what to expect from Fifty. If at not all. that at all. Speaking of disappointing people, Ellen DeGeneres. I look at you that there's something a little bit fake behind that cheesy, cheesy stuff that she be doing, okay? <laughs> but anyway, she is being investigated over workplace mistreatment, discrimination, and racism. Mm. So I believe we've mentioned this before on a podcast a while oh, ago. Oh, yeah, there right? was a whole Twitter rant about Ellen being fake and, like, really mean. Exactly. So they, you know, people complain that at the workplace, basically, don't look at Ellen. You can't make no eye contact. You know, you can't um, talk to her, don't speak to her, nothing. Like, she is a god, you know. Or, like, she yells at you that she's actually really mean. That what you see on TV is not it. Um, one uh, um, Australian, I think it was Australian director or filmmaker as well, he said that um, they had to work with Ellen for an interview, and he was told, don't look at her. <laughs> and he's like... Can you get real? A whole interview. How the hell are you going to tell me not to look look at her? So, of course, she came out with a statement on Twitter that, oh, I'm so sorry. I take responsibility. Da, 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 da. You know, this happened, but that's not the case. And, you know, other celebrities are definitely, you know, speaking out against her, too. Like, Brad Garrett, he's from Everyone Loves Raymond. Yeah. Yeah, and he was like, she's not taking, um, she's not taking responsibility for her toxic workplace okay environment that's creating for these people hmm. so i wonder like what's really going on behind the scenes like what's the this on the first time it's coming out so it has to be some truth to it there are conflicting reports like i was um listening today on the breakfast club and they were saying how um that it wasn't ellen personally it was one of like the executive directors of the show um and then some people are saying nah bruh nah ellen Yes. Um, and then, you know, and I, I actually saw on the way here Ellen talking about she might cancel the show in, as a whole. But it's like, girl, you oh, You was going to cancel that show anyway. Don't do that. Like, it's been a global pandemic. Don't don't act like this I, is you taking accountability. Like, I don't think her, I don't think canceling the show is going to solve the issue. I don't even think that's what she needs to do. I think you should create a better workplace, a better environment for your workers, you know? Because if you cancel the show, many jobs, many people are going to lose their jobs, right? Yeah. Especially if it's not like, oh, the ratings are going down that yeah. she needs to cancel it. If that's not the if that's not the case, then please keep the show but act better. Okay. Just do a PD. That's what everybody else does. Have a professional development about workplace behavior, sexual harassment 
movement, racism, diversity, and inclusion. We come on, we know the vibes. Like we we've all worked. Well, most of us have worked jobs, and you know when all this stuff arises, HR make it do what it do. Simple. I don't know why Ellen's being dramatic. It's only dramatic. Like, you know, I'm waiting for her to start crying too. Maybe she's she gonna give us some care, you know, caring tears. She, she don't know we don't care about her being gay no more. You know, that's her she think that's her kryptonite. I'm telling right. the truth. She think it's like, oh, Ellen, you know, that's the nineties. That was back then when you was on the front story for coming out. You were gay. I'm Ellen. Nobody care about that no more. We got we got so many other people that we okay, are fighting for. Hey, like, please just get it together, girl. You're just a white woman at this point. A blonde at that. That's it. A fake. <laughs> She fake as hell. <laughs> What's next on the list? What's next on the list? Okay, so talking about workplace drama, let's get into Nikki, Tay, and Jonathan. That's an entanglement right there. Okay, mm. entanglements come in many forms. It's not just romance. Really? This is a workplace entanglement, okay? Because what is happening is Tay, also known as Arrogant Tay, you know, he is a hairstylist known for slaying all the IG baddies like Dream Doll, Ari Fletcher, um, you know, those type. He's also Nicki Minaj's hairstylist. He's been her hairstylist for quite mm-hmm. some time. Now, Nicki just, um, you know, my pregnant wife, my boo, she just came out with a song with ASAP Fur called Move Your Hips. And in part of promoting the song, one of her lines says, um, strawberry shortcake care with Chinese bangs and the braid. So what okay. she wanted to do was recreate that hairstyle because she did have that strawberry shortcake um, right. wig some mm-hmm. time ago when she was doing promo. So she is trying. she was trying to recreate that look. Yes, Tay is from Chicago. That is a, a Chicago hero right there. Um, and... Yeah, you know, anybody that makes it out and is successful, I consider it a hero in some lane. He might not be my hero, but he's somebody's hero. Okay, um, okay. I and, that. you know, basically what happened was Nikki posted a little promotional clip in her house, being pregnant, and Tay got mad because Jonathan, who is another hairstylist, he also, you know, we just talked about him last week for doing Jeffree Star. Mm-hmm. Um, he used to do Meg the Stallion's hair. He's another pretty uh, affluent and famous hairstylist. Yeah. He did Nikki's hair for this Instagram post. One thing led to another, and they were getting into it back and forth on social media. Tay saw it as disloyalty from Nikki. He said she was unloyal, that it was fake, it was bogus, whatever, whatever. I'm sorry, but why would he expect loyalty from Nikki in the sense that this is your boss? Like, I don't understand. Like, are you guys best friends? That's the Chicago in him. Because I'm telling you, like, it's like real talk, like... Well, I don't know. Let me not speak for everybody, but I know the way I was raised with the people, my OGs, mm-hmm. death before dishonor. Like, is loyalty. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how... But define loyalty in this situation. But that's so, what I'm saying. I think, if I need my hair done... I think that he just... You know what I'm saying? He thought about it. As, like, he just got too wrapped up. So, he, that means... He thought about it. He got too wrapped up. I'm not saying he's right at all. I don't think he's right, but I think it's like... You know, because even when I was reading a bunch of people on social media, that was like their logic. Like, you know, oh, he's her hairstylist. I'm sure he could have been spilling secrets and whatever, whatever, whatever. But I'm just like... I think he, he doesn't understand that at the end of the day, it's a job. It's like, business. You're, you're hired to do a service. And her coming back to you is the loyalty. That's all the loyalty you need. Because he was like, you know, he had to get his tooth pulled and he could not reschedule the appointment. So do you expect her to wait for you? And he canceled on her. So even getting deeper into that, Nikki, you know, 
on my poor he thing. He said he didn't cancel. Um, from what he, I think he that he been to a hook. I, I think he, he doesn't could. understand that he 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 flaked. I mean, maybe cancel was the wrong word, but he flaked, right? I would say flaked if he did have a doctor's appointment. He told her that's not flaking. He, he flaked because what he was supposed to do was send her a wig, and have and she was supposed oh, to have somebody attach it. Mm-hmm. So so what Nikki came out to say was that they had agreed on this, um, and then Tay told her that he had a dentist appointment, right? Right. Um, and then Nikki said, okay, if you got a dentist appointment, at least do the wig, and I could just get anybody to lay the mm-hmm. wig, but you know, at least do the wig. Mm-hmm. And then it came last minute, like be a day or so before, and he didn't even send the wig or nothing, like two days before. Yeah. So last minute, she went to Jonathan. Now, people are saying that it was messy of Nikki to go to Jonathan. So I think that Tay. the only way it was messy is that if Jonathan and Tay already got some drama. Which they do. Because oh. of because that's what we spoke about last week. No, right? with the, but that has nothing to do. But but that's the drama. I thought the drama with with um, Jonathan and Tate from last week with Jeffrey Star was that oh he doesn't agree that Jonathan did his hair did um, Jeffrey's hair because he said all money is not good money. Okay, so mm-hmm. that's your personal comment, whatever. But I think the way that he got really upset, it seemed like there's a little deep more. That was the drama. Dra- really, that is the drama. There's no that is the drama that that Tay spoke on Jonathan doing hair. Jonathan made a little Instagram post they sub sub posted each other and Man, boom people so dis- I, it seems like this I don't want to say this black um, hairstylist or whatever but they be so disrespectful like this is not the first remember Meg the Stallion her makeup artist mm-hmm. right she was mad that Meg was not um, tagging him in the post but it's mm-hmm. like I still don't get it. Like, you're being paid, and that's one, okay? You're, everyone already knows you do Nicki Minaj hair, okay? So the spotlight, you know, the fame, whatever, you already have it. So do you yeah. think she's going to wait on you? Do you think you're the only one she's going to work with for the rest of her life? I definitely think Tay played that wrong, because it's because the consensus was, like, Tay, Tay always slays Nicki hair, and it was very obvious that Jonathan did not do... The bangs were not... Yeah, those bangs were bang. uneven. Yeah, they were too flat. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It just, it just wasn't, the it consensus was, was like, Tay, come back. And for you to just kind of show your ass like that, especially, like, you spazzed on a pregnant woman, too. Yep. Somebody who who bigged you up. You know, not saying that Tay didn't have, like, celebrity clientele, but you can't compare Ari Fletcher, Dream Doll, to Nicki Minaj. You cannot. So, that's just that on that. Trash. It really wasn't. So hopefully, I do hope they can kiss and make up though, because I love Tay and Nikki together. I do love everything Tay does for Nikki's hair. Um, to me, he don't miss. And you I know, agree. and I love Nikki, and you know, I'm I love anybody from Chicago that's doing big things. Trash. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, next news: Charles Barkley says athletes who do not kneel during national anthem should not be vilified. So I'm gonna play the clip real quick. To hear what he said regarding that. Listen, the national anthem means different things to different people. Uh, I'm glad these guys are all unified. But if people, if people don't kneel, they're not a bad person. Uh, I want to make that perfectly clear. Uh, I'm glad they had unity. But if we have a guy who doesn't want to kneel because the anthem means something to him, he should not be vilified. We've got about. Okay, so basically for our live listeners, he said that if someone does not kneel for the national anthem during the game, they should not be vilified. It does not mean that the person is a bad person. And I do agree about that, you know. So, mm-hmm. of course, it would be nice if, you know, we all take a stance and we all won and black power together, whatever the case may be, and let's all, you know, do this. But, you know, as he said, he said the national anthem means different things for different people, you know. And you just never know what's going on in people's lives. Some people are scared. Some people don't want to lose their, their paycheck, you know? They don't want to be a scapegoat. They don't want to be a, another Colin. So, you know, I don't take it too personally if they don't kneel. What do you think about that? Um, 
So, so for those of you that don't know, the NBA came back last night. I did watch some of those games. Um, and the whole Lakers team kneeled. And it looked really like, you know, let's at least do this with our I can't breathe shirts. Or, you know, and they were kneeling mm-hmm. on towels, which was super bougie to me. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that a big problem is that we have politicized every aspect of everything, right? Yeah. Like, there really did used to be a point where people could just do their thing and that was all we knew them for like like i could i have no idea what michael jackson's political affiliations are you know what i'm saying like i have no idea you know you know he made his little songs he said his little Mm -hmm, stuff but mm -hmm. for all i know i don't know if he voted for clinton you know what i mean like i don't know um a lot of older celebs their personal things and i just think that there are, you know, like, I think that we, we concentrate too much on what we expect from these celebrities instead of putting it on the people that we should put it on. We, we don't ask enough of the people who are voted into these things. We don't ask enough of the people who are supposed to be our representatives who carry themselves in these lights, who are in political positions. We don't ask them for things like that. So That's I'm right. not going to sit here and look for my basketball players who I barely know their name to be my superheroes. Like, not everyone is trying to carry that cross. You know, not everyone is trying to be like, okay, this is my cross to bear. Oh, like, I'm going to be the Jesus Christ for this situation. Not everyone... I feel like that was Collins, you know... Um, Colin, you know what I mean? That's yeah. what he wanted to do. That's what he felt like was right. It was inspirational, you know. It created a movement because it's still happening till today. Right. But in a way, it's just like if someone decides that they don't want to do it, like... Because I think we're probably scared. Truth you know? be told, I don't think a lot of these people are well versed enough in the things that we want them to be yeah. to speak on, Definitely. right? Like, I don't think, you know, no, no shade, no tea, but a lot of these basketball players did high school and did one year of college. college. Like, these niggas didn't get past AFM 101, 100. You know, if we be they a They have any like that? Exactly. If they even took that as their elective. And we're not in high school. They and, don't teach and, that. Exactly. So it's like, we want these people to be telling us about the racial and systematically systematic injustices. I mean, for sure. You know, you can, you can always add to something, but I don't think it is their responsibility. Yeah. And I feel as long that. as it's not doing anything, like, the, uh, those are not, they're not like, saying, doing or saying anything negative, you know, they're not saying, fuck black people, you know, black lives don't matter, then it's cool. Don't Terry Crews the situation. <laughs> don't be a coon. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't do that, but, uh, Speaking of race, please, what's going on with, with the racists, with diversity and black versus brown? <laughs> Woo, you know what's funny? <laughs> On episode zero of this podcast, mm-hmm. I remember we 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 spoke about the Afro Latina um, versus being black, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like every couple of months we get reminded yeah. of the point that I was trying to make in that episode, which was. Just because people have African descent does not mean that they are of the black people. Right. You get what I'm saying? And once again, we have been reminded of this. So, we have actor John Leguizamo. I'm not quite sure if I'm pronouncing his name 100% correct. Leguizamo. Leguizamo. I'm sorry, John. Um. He makes a statement. So this week, the Emmy nominations came out, right? So shout out to everybody that won an Emmy. We're going to get to that um, in our TV segment. But it was a lot of African-Americans who finally got their time in the sun, right? One of the most record nominations of Africans-Americans. So here comes John on Twitter saying, Why can't we Latinx have a piece of the pie? We are the largest ethnic group in America and missing as if we didn't exist. Exclamation point. Okay, let's, before we get to this one, let's even break 
that one down, okay? So by saying that we are the largest ethnic group in America and, and we are missing, it's like, so that means you're saying we're the largest, so why are you guys praising uplifting black people? That's how I took it. Yes. Like, that's what it sounded like. Like, oh, you guys are giving black people this accolades and stuff, but it's like, we're the majority over here. And it, it sounds white. Isn't that what white people be saying? It, to me, is what Hispanics say. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm sorry to say. Like, I'm, I wasn't shocked because this has always been a rhetoric for me. I've always understood that... Um, although there are similarities in our in our racial groups in our ethnic groups, I've always understood that there is a dichotomy and like there is a difference, right? Like I'm not gonna sit here and and watch Hentified on Netflix and say that that is my representation because I understand the immigration struggle and I under- mm-hmm. that that wasn't for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can honor it and watch it as a viewer and empathize and whatever, but that wasn't for me and. I guess that's what he's trying to say is that damn letting people we don't have our thing and you can feel that way but why would you choose this moment to, right to immediately that? Immediate that they dropped the list immediately like it was so quick and it's like you are that pained how about you celebrate these people first wait wait your t- well continue and quite frankly what latin shows and, and actors and actresses did you want to be nominated what's going on like that's what I'm saying. Have evidence. Tell me what are the shows? Who are the people? What, what about are the your things? show? Your Virgin Mary. I be Virgin. Oh, Jane the Virgin. Jane Girl, that was off last year. Sorry. And that maybe that, they're telling over. And shows. that show is good, but it wasn't like when we're we have show like you have shows like Watchmen, Insecure, um, Ozark, all these great shows. Like Netflix is in the group chat now. We're not. No, we're no longer messing with ABC, CW, yeah. all those. Yeah. Netflix is in the group chat. Yeah. Hulu is in the group chat. Amazon Prime. So you have a plethora of shows. Shit, Disney Plus, join the Disney the, Disney Plus. Said, the group chat. Hold okay. on. Here's my number two. Like, <laughs> so I just don't understand. And then to add insult to injury, here comes Desha Palanco. And if you guys don't know who Desha is, um, she was on Orange is the New Black. Um, she says, if it's only us speaking up on it, no one cares. It's the silence from those that fight for equality, but only their equality. Diversity, but diverse enough to include thyself that mentally, as of as long as I'm good. I don't see a damn thing. So obviously she's talking about black people. I'm going to break that down But I'm y'all. like, where did she get this from? She said... Is the silence from those that fight for equality, but only on their equality. Are you, are you mad? You declare Who else am I supposed to fight for? Am I supposed to fight for you? Did you fight for me? And I think that clearly in all our, like the civil rights movement, you know what I'm saying? In all our protests, like I don't believe or think that we've ever excluded Hispanics or Latinas. No. We've obviously always tried and always include them. You know, it's them that always, they're the ones who always try to differentiate or separate, uh, separate themselves from us saying, oh, I'm Latina, I'm brown, but I am black. Like, I'm, I'm brown, I'm Thank a brown you. girl, but I, I'm not black Thank at you. all. So it's like for you to say that, when Jada was saying, what did she say? When she was saying one should not, because when Will Smith was not given the... Was it Emmys for that? Oh, when she said that Oscar's so white. Oscar's so white. Okay. Yeah. That was for everybody. That, that was, was for everyone everybody. that is not white. Where were they? They didn't say nothing. I ain't seen not one person. Okay. Okay. We've had Afro-Latina, the, the guy from Now They See Us. Isn't he Afro-Latina? Jarrell Jerome. So is Dominican. Obviously. And he won for Best Actor in a limited drama series last year. And when nobody saying no and, nothing. And he rapped his culture. So obviously you don't even consider him Latina, cause he's too dark for them. 
And now, because you know, me too, I definitely was like, ah, no, don't, don't let us dismiss Afro-Latina because, you know, as an African, I definitely believe, like, you know, Africans were everywhere. Heck, there's Yoruba culture in Brazil, in Cuba, in, you know, Latin countries. So I believe that, you know, I do believe that Afro-Latina exists. But I think in America, the concept of Afro-Latina, not even just America, everywhere, South America is the same thing. They don't consider themselves black at all, you know? And it seems like, you know, the clutch of saying that Afro-Latina is, you know, if they're darker skinned. And it can't just just be that, you know? I get it. The cultures are different. You know, yes, you're Latina by heart, by, by, by nature, by whatever, whatever. But if you want to claim to be so Afro-Latina and you grew up in a black culture and you, you want to say nigger because you also a nigger, whatever, then don't put us down. You know, don't, now, don't separate yourself in moments like this because it does not make sense. So then they should call herself because, you know, because she's from, first of all, she's from Washington Heights. She's from the Bronx. Once again, here comes some New York bias, right? Here come black people who grew up in the who, uh, Afro-Latinas who grew up in the hood, who suck black dick, who ride black dick, now want to sit here and be like, oh, but I've I been black. I'm, I'm black, blackity, black, black, black. After you just said that we are complicit and our silence doesn't fight for you. Why would I fight for you? I'm dead. So let's, let's play because, you know, did she apologize? As usual, they always say, oh, I didn't mean that. So we're going to play what she said real quick. Hey, guys, I wanted to clarify on the tweet regarding the Latinx snubbed uh, in the Emmys. It was not shading our black community. Blackness is in my DNA as a Dominican, as an Afro-Latina, as a whole, okay? What I'm referring to is we cannot sit here and say we are snub and write these articles and all these kind of things when we ourselves are not doing our due diligence to create the work, to create the opportunities. We can't claim, oh, let's claim diversity, but when you're good, then everything else is okay. And, and diversity doesn't have to be about race, it has to be very about pay, it has to be about positions, it has to be about equality. Equality means equality across the board, it has to be transgendered, LGBTQF, and so on. Girl, obviously she's obviously she's trying to cover her tracks. She's oh, we can't that. say, no, she, basically she's saying that, you know, oh, um, we need to. It was no shade because I am Afro Latina. I am Dominican. Whatever, whatever. But you're I not for the. You're not for blackness. the black. You're not for the black culture. You're just not. You're just not. And she said that. Oh, I actually mean that. Um, we should create our own um, opportunities. And, but again, it's still like you're still referring to black people. She said though. diversity, but diverse enough to include thyself. That mentality is as long as I'm good, I don't see a damn thing. You're still talking about black people. What she said is y'all fight for diversity. I'm breaking down for people that don't get it. She said y'all saying us black people y'all saying that y'all want diversity but it's only good enough if it includes you and y'all not fighting for everybody so as long as I'm okay as long as black people get a a vote y'all don't care that everybody else isn't included but little do she know I enjoyed crazy rich Asians (laughs) she don't know that I be be looking for Asians I do that's what I look for listen even with this whole black lives matter right you know um, protests happen in Chicago we know in Chicago you know, like clearly, Latinos, Latinas, they were against black people, Latin right? Kings was, was they were jumping. This is like fact. This is no exaggeration. You know, we're not we. Every information we give out is fact. You know what I'm saying? They were literally jumping people, saying that, "Oh no, we're not for this Black Lives Matter thing." Like literally. So I believe that we've tried in many situations to include them. So now, when somebody gets movie award, is paining you. 
Now you feel excluded. Girl, what work have you done? Have, have you been in the front line? That's what what have saying. you like? What have you done? My thing is, what is like? What is the? What are the that's award? What, what are y'all looking for the award for? That's what I really like. If you, if there was really something that came out within this time that was like, oh nah, you know, right? Given, oh, is it that we just not really well versed in their type of shows? I literally sit here and look for cultural shows because I don't like watching just white shows. Like, yeah, like I literally sit here and look. For sure, like I like I just told y'all, I watched a show on Netflix called Hente Fight, which was really cool about people in LA, like a, a Mexican family in LA or whatever. I watched Jane the Virgin. Like I really look for these shows. Like what she thought, Queen, what Queen of the South ain't get enough. That's what she wanted. That was a decent show. That's I like that show, but I, think, but I, I won't say. Ah, what I say is Emmy. No, that's what I'm thinking. And it's like it's a maybe drama. Knuckles. And it's a narco. That's what I'm saying. Narcos, yes. And these shows are going. Those are dramas. These are limited series. These are going against Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, you're going you against Ozarks. No, 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 you're no, no. going to get like you're going against some bigger yeah. shit. Like, sorry. And it's as she as she said in the video. She said, "Oh, we need to create opportunities for ourselves. Then do that. Then you know, you that. guys should gather together sure. and create great shows. Well, I mean, should should J Lo have gotten something for? Uh, what's that that stripper movie she did? You know Jello is their star girl. <laughs> Jello is the star girl. Jello is the star girl. <laughs> no, 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 no. All jokes aside, Jello is their star girl. So okay. It's like, <laughs> exactly. So I'm just like, girl, just don't come for us if we ain't sent for you. That just really yeah. blew me. Like I was wasn't. on cloud nine it at the tacky. people that got award, uh, like got their awards because they've really been working. You know what I mean? Like these, and, and that's what hurts me the most, right? Like these black people really have been working from the ground up. Like a lot of these shows, these black people that got nominated are in like season five. A lot of them have have been on show to show to show to show to show, to show. And mind you, we've been working for a very very long time. Like Kerry Washington is just really getting her flowers. She was on Scandal. She did this. Like come on. Like, and we've been working for ver- for years. Years. Come on. We've been working for a very, 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 very long time. So even if, you know, our percentage is small, but we've been working for a very long time. And now we're just finally getting some, you know, shine, small shine. Okay. You know, by the end of the day, we're not trying to put out negativity or anything like that. We're just saying that, hey... Don't be an ass, you know. Like I, I like Latin people. Let Come me, on, let no, me yeah, no, no, that. that's not even that I at do all. like, you know, people of all cultures and all races. You know what I mean? But I just, I'm not gonna. We need to call here. out the bullshit. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and allow you to to drag my people because of some butt hurt stuff. Yeah. Period. Okay, our next on the list is a little. Our little of the week. We're gonna drop it real quick. Let's get into this. An somebody who is a dumbass, stupid. Makes poor decisions comparable to a donkey. Oh, Lodo Rabata! Goofat. Oh, Lodo, who is your Lodo of the week? And you guys know our live listeners. Olodo means our dumb, slow, goofy donkey of the week. Let me tell y'all about this goofy bra. She just is so stupid, y'all. First of all, she's not funny. But she prides herself on calling herself Jess Hilarious. Jess with a mess. I've never heard a funny joke of hers. As a matter of fact, every time Jess goes viral, it is for stupidity. It is. It is for nonsense. She should call herself Jess Nonsensical. <laughs> That's, that fits her more. So this week, in Jessica's 
nonsense, she decided to do a, a reenactment skit of what she thought happened in the car with T- Tory Lanez and Meg The Stallion. Let's play a little bit of that for the people. Okay, okay. I don't think you said that. Now, if you've never been shot before, you don't know her pain, okay? And I imagined that the sound that was produced when she felt the hot metal was of this. Ah, hey, ah, ooh. Tori, if he did this on purpose, which we are justifying that he did not, it would have looked like this. Let me, let me get them off. Look, let me get that toe. It doesn't happen like that. That's not the way it would go. Who does oh, that? Oh, that funny? It you really know. hurt me because nothing was fun. That's why I'm hurt. Nothing was fun. And what, again... Black lives matter. Black women lives matter. You know what I mean? Like, let's uplift each other. Now, this moment, we're all trying to be one in union, respect each other, uplift each other. You know, 50 Cent already did his nonsense, too. Okay? Dre already said her nonsense. Now she comes saying, oh, uh, you know, trying to mimic uh, Meg the Stalin when she uh, raps and stuff. Um, but it's like, it's, this is a sensitive situation. Like, she could have died from this. Like, like let's be real. Like, it's a gunshot. Let's be real. All jokes aside. Meg literally has already stated that she does not want y'all making jokes about this. And I think for you to purposely disrespect her after she has just said she don't want people making jokes about this is just the utmost disrespect. Question is, like, do you need content to that level? She does. What? No. No. She does. What is... Like, is she even on Wildin' Out anymore? No. Like... She already got, like, two million followers. Like, what? But nobody checks for Jess Hilarious. Like, nobody. Like, not even her hometown. Like, nobody cares about Jess Hilarious. She tried to be on the little show on Fox. It got canceled. She was on Wildin' Out. It... She is no longer. You know what I mean? Her shit don't even be on the shade room no more. Like, your shit don't even hit baller alert no more. And this is not the first time she's doing something stupid like this. You know, she's known for her homophobic remarks, you know, phobia and stuff. You know, sometime when she was on a plane and she saw um, a man with uh, the head wrap. With a turban. With a turban, yes. And and she was like, oh my God, bomb. Oh my God. To the point where the man had to be escorted off the plane because of her nonsense. So it's just like, Jess, you're not funny. You, You really are weak and lame. As a black woman, in the times when we are yelling, protect black woman, you really thought that this was, it just was poor timing and it was distaste. And it was it was just nasty. It was ugly to see. I just didn't like it's it. It's that girl, get creative. Because obviously you're not creative. Obviously you have no content. Obviously you don't know what to do. You're bored with life. Get creative. Go do some real content. Do some real research. Do some real comedy. Not on, don't know. But yeah. She's the loader of the week because she's dumb. I'm sure she's going to be the loader again in a few days. Right, because she stayed doing some stupid she's, shit. She's and trying to apologize as if she doesn't know what she's doing. As if she doesn't know what she's doing. But y'all, that's what we have for our hot topics. So now let's get into our main topic of the week. And today we are talking about love. So we're saying love has no age. So they say. Mm. You know, they say age is nothing but a what? Age ain't nothing but a number. Is that so? It's not so. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you guys the truth. It's not so. No, be so. Maybe in certain situations. But, may, but in love, you don't think that love, age is nothing but a number. Like, the age matters. It counts. Hell yeah, it counts. Ain't that why R. Kelly in jail? Uh, but we, we said that one is love. 
To them it was Just cause I wasn't in love You know what I'm saying To them they was in love True He said he loved Shit he loved Aaliyah Aaliyah loved him Facts Alright so let's get into the topic Let's just get into it right there So does age gap matter? I think age gap I think I've been on record too Saying that I don't believe In, in awkward age gaps Like What's awkward age gap? Like I don't believe in like um, Like 10 year age gaps or like truth be told I think it really depends on like the phase of your life that you're in but um cause like as the older you get I feel like the age gap maybe can expand a little bit mm-hmm. like for example I remember being in 6th grade feeling like I would I couldn't date nobody beyond 8th grade yeah cause 6th grade should yeah yeah that's like 12 and 14 right but it's like even Some that, high school boys do be dating like, eighth graders. Yeah, like high school boys do be dating like seventh graders. You know what I'm saying? I've known like soft, like seventh grade girls have like boyfriends that are sophomore. And they think it's so cute. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it's just like, but to me, even though that's 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 still like a freshman dating a junior or whatever, even that was like some some way to me in high school, like you a freshman and you like you're, you're a junior and you're dating a freshman girl like you and, no they be seniors too dating yeah freshmen. dating freshmen and to me it's like yeah we're all in school together or whatever but I feel like that's inappropriate in a way right like like yeah. I don't know you know what I mean uh, but that's only what three years that's literally only three yeah. years cause now what we like 26 um dating like me dating a 29 year old ain't nothing yeah I guess yeah you're right it depends on the age you know what's going on in life cause my parents are 10 years apart you know and it's like, it wasn't like they met when, you know, she was 15, he was 25. Exactly. That would be creepy. They were both adults, consenting right. adults, you know. So I believe it made sense. But even her, I remember she said after a while, the age would start to show. Right. In the sense that, you know, let's say, you know, okay, there's a 10-year 10 10 gap and, oh, you 40 and he 50. And it's like, as 40, you still feel like on and popping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You still want to do this and that. Because it's like, I'm in my 40s. 40s right. and new 30s, you right. know? But uh, uh, your partner being in their 50s, it's like, gee, I'm 50 right now. It's time for me to it's chill. It's time for me to like, you know, I'm okay. halfway through this life So that thing. difference will show maybe in your social lives and your wants and needs, what you want and to do. And your energy. Like, maybe in the sex too. Yeah, I assume it's, so. It's possible. It's quite possible. I'm sure enough for all. But I, yeah, the age would definitely show. So does age gap matter? To an extent, yes, it does. It, it does, you know. Um, but I, I mean, I understand people do it, but it just it has to make sense. To me, I think it always matters. Like you know, like I think yeah, maybe the nature of the gap, but even whatever, I think it always matters, right? Like even me being twenty six, saying I would would date a twenty nine or a thirty year old or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like I think it still matters because now within that age gap. There are certain things that I'm doing and there are certain things that that person is going to do because, yeah. you know, what I was doing at 25, even though it's only been a year, it's still a, it's still a difference. Yeah, definitely. It's like, no matter what, it's always going to be a little different. But I'm not going to lie, though. My, my dad always said that, you know, older men will take care of you more than guys your age. Because he was saying that I should not be a pole to a pole. Because I'm like, old man, like, what? He's, he's this and this old. I mean, like, uh, excuse me. He's like, ugh. Well, that man will take care of you that you should not oppose it too much, you know? And it's like, okay, I guess I, I see that. It's true. I do think older men, cause, because they're older, so they do have the financial capability to take care of in you theory. because they've worked that level, you know? In theory. Um, in some people, yes, in some yeah. cases. Um, you know, age gaps is, is in Nigeria, it's like it's nothing, right? Because I remember that we did post a situation on our Instagram page of a girl, she's 26. And she's married to a man who's her dad's age, a 50-year-old man. And the reason why she's married to him is because 
She's a graduate. She's been looking for a job for years. No job. Her family's poor. You know, this man, he helps our family. He pays for our siblings' school fees. And one day, he's just like, you know, I like you. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, he already has like three wives, okay? He already has three wives. And for her, it was like, you know what? I'm going to do it because I'm going to do it for financial security. And that's and she said it clearly. She said, "Am I in love? What is love? Because you can't eat love." Damn. But I did it for financial security to take care of my siblings and my parents because we really need it. So, and she said she's fine. You know, they both live in the house. The wives are separated. You know, they they all have their own separate house. So it's not like you know there's that rivalry drama going in the house. But I did. A, she said she did an older man for that financial security, and she's okay. So in those in those situation, does is he like a predator for wanting to be with a twenty six year old and he's fifty? Yes. <laughs> no, for real. Okay, because like okay, from from because I think that that's it, right? Like a, a lot of the times when you see um, men dating women that are younger, it's like because you know younger women have the stigmatization of being younger, sexier fitter or whatever um and a lot of times when when younger women are dating older men it's for the reason you just said for but security money. for security right like oh he's older so he should be in a better place i shouldn't like mm-hmm. the little shit that i'm going through he should have been through that yeah um and i think that it's, it's predatory on both ends mm-hmm. not even just on the man for sexually fetishizing the woman to me it's also predatory for a woman to to say I'm solely interested in you as an older man because I know that you can provide for me. Mm-hmm. It's like a different type of pred- predatory behavior. I see what you're saying. Because I remember there was someone I was like 18 and so, and I had like older guys who try to talk to me. Like in their twi- they're 27, 28. And I'd be like, why are you interested in me? And they'd be like, well, you're young. You don't have that much baggage. And I'm just like, you know, now that I'm, um, I'm older, now I'm like, wait, what? You know, back then I was just like, baggage? What do you mean baggage? You don't have emotional distress baggage. You haven't gone through all this drama with men. You know, you're still, you're still sort of pure and young and fresh. You know, you're tight. Men want to destroy you, you first. Know, things, you know, because, you know, also like your body, you know, your breast is not saggy. You know, you've not had so many dicks, so you're still firm and whatever. They really do see it in that sense. Like, this is a young fresh body i had someone that i know um an older man and he said um and i was like oh yeah you should date a woman your age you know like because he's in his 50s he's like "Ah, what do i want to do with a 50 a 40 50 year old woman Ah, she's tired she can't do anything you know like ah, her body's weak and i'm just like oh that's pretty much what it is it's for sex enjoyment eye candy to say that i pull this so a lot of time it's not necessarily always love. I, I think majority of time is not love when it comes to age at all. When people when older men date younger women, it's, it's never about oh I love her. It's like this young, young, fresh body that I could pour into that could rejuvenate me and make me look good. Yeah, and that's why I'd be so disgusted at, at wide age gaps because it's like to me, you know, at a certain point, y'all don't got shit else to talk about, bro. Like, let's stop. You know what I mean? Like, y'all not talking about nothing. Like, you really, you might find stuff to talk about, but the, but the attraction was like, yeah, I just, I want something that's sexy to me or hot to me. And, and I hate that type of objectification of women because it's like, you're not going to tell me that as I get older, my value decreases. Because that's, mm-hmm. that's to me what, what, it is. what you're, you're saying without saying, right? That like, as women get older, you become less and less and less valuable to me because your body is not the peak of, of bodies it's that I want. not prime no more. You know what I'm saying? And like, to me, it's just kind of like, okay, so what happened to all the women that was your age when you was your age 
when you were this age, what were you doing? Like, why you couldn't be with the when y'all was primed together? Why y'all couldn't be primed together? Like, why now? So that that to me makes me feel like you was just destroying women, and now you want to come destroy me. Exactly, because to say that oh you're young, you have less less baggage. I'm like, well, damn. So that means the older one, you're the one who gives them the baggages, right? You're mm-hmm. the one who made them the way they are. If it's 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 that deep. But I'm not gonna lie, I like older men. Like I do like older mm-hmm. men. You know what I mean? And I, when I do mean like an older man, I, it's not because oh they have more. Uh, Money because not all older men would have money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I think I'm just oh, younger guys. Uh. It's a, I think that society, like as we've said before, I think society has allowed men to think that they can be irresponsible for a longer amount of time. So mm-hmm. it's like as women, we we tend to try to seek an age where we think a man should be responsible. Um, and, and you know, like because that's kind of what happens, right? Like, like what am I? Yeah, I'm 26, going on 27, and you know, I'm almost, I'm in a place where it's like, damn, I guess I could date like a 31, 32-year-old, right? Um, and it's like, the reason why I'd even have to like go there instead of being able to think about men my own age is because men my own age just don't be doing shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even where here I am trying to do all of these things, podcast, business, work, this, that, and the other. And it's like, guys my age are still told that you can shoot the shit. You don't have to get married yet. If you do that, you're settling down. Like, whereas we are told the complete opposite. Like, you know, time girl, is going. You getting old. You get old. You know what I'm saying? My mom did a prayer for me today that by next year I need to be in somebody's house. Ooh. You know what I mean? And it's what like, but I also think in the, in the reverse, I think that women also who date younger men, it tends to be the same thing in a different way. Like, I think a lot of women who tend to date uh, younger men with a significant gap is for that molding and manipulation, right? Like, like the way that we just said, oh, yeah, um, men want you for your body. I think women want to be able to get certain men at a certain age so they can build that man I, to I agree, because, you know, as women, we do like to have control, right? We do like to be like, oh, I changed this man. Yeah. You know, we have men in situations where women, we also like, oh, I'm going to make him better. I'm going to change him. So it makes sense. Like, hey, look at the Jada and August situation. Right. Like, it definitely was on some, like, oh, I could make him into this and, you know, he would follow my lead, you know? Um, I agree. I totally agree. What would you say are the pros and cons of dating a younger person. So let's start with younger. What's the pros of dating a younger person? Right now, if you're to date a younger guy, what would be the pro? Or just in general. I kind of talked to a guy that was younger. And by younger, younger? it was like two years. Like I was 26 and he was 24 and he turned 25. Okay. Okay. So it literally was like, for me, that's younger because I don't really like Mm -hmm. dating younger guys either. Um, I think that there was a certain, there's a certain spontaneity a little bit, um, even though it was like a little bit of a, you know, again, it wasn't like no huge ass age gap. I think there's a certain amount of like carefree that younger people just tend to have. Um, and, and it really is just because like the, the shit that is now pressure in my life is not pressure in your life no more mm-hmm. uh, or hasn't begun to be a pressure in your mm-hmm. life. Um, but at the same time, I would say the con of that is that same thing. That same thing that's fun is like, Okay, nigga, when you gonna get real? Yeah, like when you gonna grow up? When you gonna grow up? Like it's immaturity. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about being with an older guy? I think a pro of being with an older guy is definitely after an older guy. Um, the oldest I've dated, he was seven years older. Now he wasn't necessarily like he wasn't like rich or anything. He was also working, going to school. You know, he he was okay. Um, do I feel like I sense the difference of him being seven years older? 
ah, I don't really think so. Because then again, I believe as women, or society has made us more mature mentally, emotionally than men, right? So, you know, I know a lot of people are like, well, date an older guy because it's like, you know, you as a 25-year-old woman, if you're dating a guy that is, you know, maybe like 33, he low-key, mentally, he's like 27, 26. Can you imagine? You know what I mean? Like, they, they give men those gaps. We give men that opportunity, that room to That's be like, well, I know, but then, I've heard that No, before. I know, because I, I understand it, but I just, I'm just thinking how, like, that's a big-ass difference to be 33 and still thinking. Exactly. Like Ex- exactly. But the pro was, okay, yeah, he was mature, older, so I guess he had more of a sense of responsibility, right? So it's like, maybe little things, it's like, oh, I got it, I got it, I got it, because he has gone, had, like, life experiences to put him in that place where, like, oh, I'm 30, so I can't just be acting like a little boy, you know, mm-hmm. because it'll make you look dumb. Um, a con would definitely be like at a certain time the age gap will show because your interests may be different. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Or yeah. he he may start to wrinkle more than you know quicker than you, yeah, and I'm it's like you look at pictures it's like, damn, is, is this your daddy or your man <laughs> or your man? You know, um, it's a thirty four year old that's trying to talk to me now. And okay, you're twenty six, thirty four, ah, nine years. It was eight years. That's like seven, seven years. Seven years. Uh huh. Um, yeah, he's like he's he's trying to talk to me now, and it's just kind of like. For me, a lot of it is like the 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 fun shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, like I'm you know especially because we do this media shit. Like I kind of have to keep up with certain hot topics and Mm -hmm. things, and it's just kind of like, damn, we can't even laugh at shit because you don't get it. You don't get it. You know what I mean? We don't watch the same show. We don't watch the same show. We don't have the same cultural relevancies. You know what I mean? And and kind of also like being those cuspers of millennial. You know, it's just also that idea of like. Um, certain ideologies and experiences. I think that even though we are technically all still millennials within ourselves, there's certain ideologies that our spectrum of being of the millennium, um, millennial uh, age bracket holds that they just don't get. You know, mm-hmm. some of that. Even 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 the concept of feminism, right? Like that's a big one that I think that like later millennials and earlier millennials really don't get to a degree or like, you know what I mean? Just some of those things. And it's kind of like, yeah, you cool. You, you know, you wear, you don't wear suits and shit everywhere, but like, you don't get it. You know what I mean? I get, like, yeah. you do not get the cultural stuff. I think one thing I don't like about when you did an older guy, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, they're older and he may have more money, whatever, and they may be all into you that you're younger, but then they want to pull the, like, oh, you're young, you don't know nothing. Crunch. I hate that, too. Please don't, because you've been known, okay, that I was five, ten years younger than you. Now you want to be like, oh, let me school you. Like, you could help me. You could assist me. I could learn from you. You know what I mean? But don't... Now pick this moment to belittle me and say, yeah. "Oh, you don't know nothing, child. You, I'm a kid. Oh, a but kid. you fucking a kid though. Okay, pedophile. Okay, but you 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 with a kid though. Okay. You you got this kid on your arm though. You know. So I'm like, okay, that's what I definitely don't definitely don't like at all. So what do we think about um, societal life? I think that there is this expectation for men to date younger women, um, but if women were to date younger men. We kind of look it's at you a little sideways, like, what you doing with that little boy? It definitely know? is still a taboo. It, it definitely is. How do you feel about that? Oh, man. <sighs> you know, this, you men dating younger women, this is something that's begun, I believe, from the beginning of time. Since the very, very, very beginning of time. It, it's, it's been going on, you know. You want to go back to the Bible. We want to go back to the Quran. You know, all our prophets, if you think about the women that they got married to like they dated younger women so it's like in a way i'm just i'm a little bit confused you know because as much as you know we say oh women were this and that but it's like 
no matter where you go, the man is still seen as like he has the power. He's the head. The man still has extra leg room to do whatever he wants to do, you know? So also me growing up in Nigeria, like I don't want to say it's a norm per se, but in a way it's kind of like, okay, it's not surprising. It's definitely not surprising. It's definitely expected. It's you know? expected. Um, and I think that I think there is a lot of stigmatization of women dating men that's younger than them. So if you guys saw on our page this week when I um, posted the, um, you know, what do all these women have in common? So if you look, people like Sierra. Sierra is older than Russell. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like by three years. Uh, Priyanka Chopra is older than Nick like Jonas by like five years. Five or ten years. It might be. A, it's kind of a lot. It's low key like seven, eight years. Yeah. Um, and I did not know Lisa Bonet is older than oh, Jess. Yeah. I didn't know she was that you yeah. know she's that much older. And you know, some stuff like that. So I just think about like I think Sierra and Russell is a really great example. You know, all them other people, I don't know their relationship like that. But um Sierra and Russell made me rethink the idea of dating younger men, right? Yeah. Um, especially because it's like, as we said, we we do have this societal thing of like if I date a younger man, he's just not gonna get it. He's not gonna, you know, I'm gonna have to cut him slack. This is any other because he's young. But to see Russell step up in the way that he steps up all the time just lets me know that, like, nah, if you about it, you're gonna be about it. If you're about it, you're about it. You definitely. I completely agree because, you know, I I met some guy on the beer. You guys know I'm on these dating apps, mm. whatever. And he's a young guy, he's two years younger. And I'm just like, what? But I'm not gonna lie, he's, you know, he's working, you know, he don't. He doesn't seem immature. I've not had any immature experience to be like, oh, this young boy, you don't know anything. You know what I mean? So I do, like, the Sierra, whatever case, is definitely true. But however, however, let's talk about the fact that, like, Stella got her groove back. That concept, okay. too. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, we, you know, there's stig- stigma with women dating younger men, but also, in a way, it is praise. Like, okay, girl, get you some young dick. Because you that's what it's supposed to be seen as. It's not supposed to be serious. That's the thing. It's like if you, if a woman is with a younger man, it's just to prove that I still got it. I'm I still, still desirable. Mm. I'm still sexy enough for a young man in his prime to want me. It was never supposed to be serious. Mm-hmm. Whereas with men dating younger women, it's like, yeah, get your girl so you could groom her. Get that wife that you, you can control that her. You could, yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's the expectation. But I also think that we're starting to approach that age where younger men doesn't necessarily mean that we're in completely different phases of our mm-hmm. lives. Um, especially with me, like, cause now, like, being almost twenty seven, two years younger is twenty five. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas when I was twenty five, two years younger is like that nigga might still be in college or an yeah, undergrad or yeah. you know, and it's like we're in two different phases of our life. But now it's like. We all working, I guess. We all trying to get it. You know, like, I think I'm at the age where age is more fluid. Right. But do you also do believe that, you know, it doesn't have to be about the, oh, this person is younger because I want to control them or they're older because they have money. Maybe it is love that is there. Oh, yeah. I definitely think that there can be, like, genuine love. Like, me and Drake. Like, Drake is 34. Girl! I'm thinking she's going to say something like, what? She says Drake. Wow. I fully believe that Drake and I are compatible. Okay, but you got to not relationships together. I believe that when the time comes for us to finally take it to the girl, step. by then he gonna have three extra more baby mamas with some porn stars. Okay, let's keep it real. Oh, okay, you're about that life. I will take it from Drake because he got money. Because Drake is Drake. Because he got money. It's not cause, just because he got money. It's because Drake is Drake. What makes... What is this? What is this? Drake do you is know his beautiful. personality? I do. Why? Really? This What's is, This isn't the Drake episode. Girl, but, boom. You know. Boom. But, okay. All, and all jokes aside, okay. So, like... uh. I, I mean, let's talk about the... Stella, like, the movie. Stella got her groove back. Okay. okay. She went to Jamaica, right? Right. 
You know, recently divorced, and she's like, oh, let me have fun, let loose with my best friend, whatever. She ended up meeting this young boy that was really, you know, really coming on to her. And obviously, immediately she's like, wait, you're, you're young, you're young, you're yeah, young, whatever. Like you like- but eventually, she gave in. And eventually, things... Loki started getting serious, and right. he's twenty years younger than she is. Right. She's like the same age as his mama, uh-huh. right? So with that situation, do you think that she should have just immediately not gone to you know let it happen, or because things do happen? And then if yeah. his age of you know he's you know he's he's not sixteen, he's an adult, you know, and he's the one coming on to her. Should she not have had sex with him? No, I, I definitely think that. Um, Here's the thing about being the older person in a relationship, mm-hmm. right? Like, older is almost synonymous with wiser. And it's just because of life experience. So I think that you just have to be a gauge of that person. You know, like, what is going on in that situation. Mm-hmm. Especially if, like, you have... You know, like, because you're older, you have more experience. You probably have seen things in a different way. Um, which is kind of what happened with Jada and August, right? Like, even though August was of an age or whatever. Because that Jada... That situation. Yeah, because Jada's older. She she knew better. Like, no matter what, you knew better. You knew how that was going to turn out because you, you've you seen it before because you're older. Um, and I think that... But with that situation, it's like everything was kosher, right? Like... He was good. He was working, whatever. It was just a genuine attraction. And it be like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like it, 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 be like it that. really be like that. But I definitely think that, um, you know, there there's a there's like you definitely should be wary of stuff like that, though, because yeah. I, I definitely think about um, in relation to my family or in relation to a family dynamic. Mm-hmm. Like when I date because I have brothers that are like 10 years older than me. I try to use those as my gauges for my mm-hmm. own age gaps, right? Like, if I'm dating a dude that's older than my oldest brother, I'm doing too much. Okay. For me. For you. For me. Okay, You yes. know, that's yes. how I gauge it because it's like, damn, gee, you know, where you going with this, you yeah. know? Um, but I think it can genuinely happen. I think so because I definitely do have a friend, you know, she's happily married, she has a child, and her husband is like 10 to 12 years older, you know? And he doesn't even look like he's 10, 12 years older. Like, they, you know, they're both teeth and whatever but it does it, you know and they've been together for years and he seems to be genuine love so yes maybe he may be more attracted to younger girls i don't know whatever the, i don't know his past dating history but i believe it can definitely work out. I, I believe that in some situations it's not the age does not even appear because you guys have so much in common and you definitely do love each other even when the age does appear you guys are mature enough and know how to handle it and not make it you know something that you know um not making an opposing thing, but making something to bring you guys closer together. And I think that it's very important to know what you signed up for. Facts. You know, because I think that, that, okay, so for example, like in uh, marriage boot camp right now, Hazel E is dating this younger guy. He's 25. He, she's 15 years older than him. She's 15 years older than yes. him. So I, I don't, I'm not necessarily sure about the ages, but I know that's the age gap. I know and, he's 25 for a fact, and she... She, no, he's 25. He just turned 25. Oh, wait. Yes. Think about it. Even when she was on Love and Hip Hop, she wasn't no young you're chick. You're right. You're right. She wasn't no young Hazel chick. Stop it. Yeah. Um, but, but anyway, part of their, their drama with their relationship is that Hazel keeps trying to like force him to grow up faster. Mm-hmm. But it's like, baby girl, you got with a 22, 23 year old and you've been with him and now he's like 20 you know what I mean like you can't expect him to have the ideology or the mentality of a man at 32 cause no matter how much we all you know what I'm saying just as people you grow you grow like exactly me, me at 23 is so different than me now I mean you are 24 25 is different from which you are right now exactly so it's just kinda like you have to you have to know and I think that sometimes that's um that's the thing that's annoying maybe sometimes with dating older older people or even younger people right cause it's kinda like 
you just not where I need you to be. And you can't insult me, and you, you know? Yeah, and you, you can't expect that from me. Exactly. Like, Hazel E, you know, based on the show, she keeps on calling him, you're a boy, you're a boy. Girl, you didn't know he was a boy when you dated him. Exactly. Now you have a child with him, so you were exactly. saying you were sleeping with a boy. Didn't you know he was a boy? So those things, like, insulting each other, come for each other, with the age thing, it's like, it should never happen. I think men struggle a lot with that when they marry women that's, that are younger, right? Like, mm-hmm. they tend to marry women, let's say, that are, like, 26, and they're, like, 34, right? And it's like, cool, and paper that looks great, but it's like, me being 26, I'm still going to want to kick it, or I'm still going to want to do 20-something-year-old stuff. Um, but now you got this expectation of me because now you married me. You just assumed that I leveled up with you. But it's like, I'm still young. I still have, like, not saying that you don't have responsibilities, but there's still certain things that innately I want to do because I'm younger. Exactly. And don't expect some extra hierarchy of respect, okay? Yeah. One thing my dad always told me, he said that once you lie down with a person, you know, your chest to chest, chest to chest, body to body, you guys have become mates. Oh, yeah. You guys have become yeah. mates. So as a 25, or as a 30 or 40-year-old man, you know, you sleep with a 20-year-old woman, you are mates instantly. Don't yeah. say, oh, I'm 40, you can't talk to me like that. Boy, you were all up in this body, honey. Okay? Oh, I was God. like, you, you know, like, you were all up in this. So now you want to say, I need to respect you as a father or I need yeah, to respect you as, as an older elder, man. You no. didn't consider me uh-uh. as a, yeah. Once we've seen each other nakedness, we, we are mates. We are the same. We are on the same And category. to me, that goes for if you was trying to get at me. You know what I'm saying? Because it's been times, you know, I'm going to spill a little bit of tea right now. Ooh. But it's been times where, like I just said, my brother's friends are like 10 years older than me, right? Ooh. Where we all done been in the club, yeah. quiet as kept. And, you know, you've know, you you've seen, you've been there, and it's been like, oh, they're trying to get at, you know, not necessarily me because we, we grew up together, but like my, my friends or whatever, whatever. And then it's like, we'll go somewhere or we'll be in like a family function and they be like, Oh, Dami be calling me by my name. She don't say brother, and I be looking like. But you want to fuck my friends though. Like you, 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 you be kicking it with that. Like you really trying to be. You want me to call you uncle mix. now? Let me exactly. call you like oh brother so and so. Yeah, and it's like to me, you can't have it both ways. You cannot you because cannot. let's say you do end up dating my friend. So as you're dating my friend, I should call you. Oh, hi, brother, brother. Franken or like, Frank or whatever. Shit it's like, oh, your your husband is thirty. My husband is thirty seven. I'm just like, but, I don't so. But it's like he, he tried, tried that. He tried to be in the mix. He sure did. He wanted to be among. So he sure did. Sorry. So like, an example, especially as a Nigerian, if you do have a friend that is dating an older man, would you call him? And you're friends with your with your friend. Uh-huh. You don't really know her husband or whatever. Mm-hmm. Would you call him? Hi, brother, something or no. hi, uncle, whatever. No, I agree. I would not. No, because it's just like. Nah, you messing up the flow of the friendship. Sorry. Exactly. Let's real quick. Let's get into the daddy and mommy issues. You know, as we said, it's not just about oh, I'm dating this older guy because of money, or I'm dating this younger person because of their body. But people do have daddy and mommy issues, and oh, that's yeah. what also leads to them, you know, wanting to be with someone who's older for protection, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. For love, for affection, because they didn't have that older figure. You know, so I think that also plays a role with people dating for different sure. ages. For sure, I think that I think. Um, men and women right like we put it on women a lot like oh you got daddy issues and you want somebody to protect you but I think that a lot of the time we don't see that when men date younger women it's almost like they kind of want to they want to care for somebody in a way that they weren't cared for Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like they want to groom or or like you know they have issues with women and where that's like I want to do for you or make you into the woman that my mother could never be for me and also some men you know this Netflix shows that my strange addiction I think it's one of those mm-hmm. and this dude he's in his 20s but he literally literally likes to be with 80 year old women 90 year old women like he doesn't date anything less than 60 
He said younger girls they're so immature. Uh, I don't I don't like them. Literally, he dates women sixty and up, and you see him kissing and slobbing down a woman that's seventy, eighty. And you know, in a way, it's kind of like, oh, she, oh, you know. But it's like, should we have that mindset? Like, are we saying, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And you I know, think, but he's an adult, and he's like, you know, no, this, this I, is what I'm attracted I, to. Like, is and obviously for him, based on the show, it's not because of the money, because not like they're rich, whatever. Yeah. It's like this is what I'm physically and emotionally attracted to. No, I definitely think it's wrong because, like, that's what why makes a, it wrong. That's why it's a strange addiction because the psych, the psych major in me, um, it the the trajectory of life cycles is what mm-hmm. messes it up because at that point they are in a, a whole phase of their life that you cannot catch up to, nor will you guys overlap because yeah. they're they're like I forget the stages um, because I haven't been in school forever, but you know there's a stage in our life from like. What is it from like twenty three to I believe like maybe like forty, mm-hmm. where we're all in a certain stage in our life. Mm-hmm. So you know, in certain age gaps, that's gonna overlap because yeah. you're in that phase. Yeah. But that, but once you cross that threshold, they're in a whole different phase of their life, and there's nowhere you're gonna overlap, and that is gonna psychologically fuck y'all up. I mean, hey, it was working for him. He dated one for uh, the full numbers, some years, and you know, it ended whatever. And it's like, damn, like these people are gonna die soon though. Exactly, like it's just that just tell you that he. That's why it's a strange addiction because something is not right for him to like, you know, to to be that attract, like to not even give mind to anybody your age. That something happened yeah. to you. I don't know. It's like the you know the human being. The way our minds work is quite. It's you can't explain it because yeah, you know this is something that happens in many in every culture, right? You go to Nigeria, you go to Iraq. You know, people date of different ages, like baby brides, all that shit, like. Yeah, that's I don't, like even besides the baby brides or you know any the the predator whatever aspect, I feel like in a way we just I guess human beings like what they like. If the daddy issues isn't there, you know, but is it possible for the daddy and whatever issues is not there for one to like someone that's older? Yeah, but there's there's, there's levels limits. to it. That's what I'm saying. I think that that's the important part, right? Like there has to be a limitation, and it all because it, and it all comes down to what stage of your life are you in. Yeah. Like I think those like rather than say age, I really think it is more important to think about what phase and stage of your life. That's why in Hollywood you see so many like Tyga Kylie type relationships where Tyga is like 28 dating Kylie at 17 because it's like. They're in the same phase of their life. They all rich as shit. They all, you know what I'm saying, doing whatever. Same setting. So so they don't see it. They don't see it as he's dating a high schooler. Yeah. Because in in our life, that's what we see it as. You this grown man dating somebody that's equivalently in high school. That's a good point because being Kylie, a 70-year-old in in Hollywood, she's not in high high school because she dropped out or like, oh, she got her GD. And then she's in the same club in the same setting that Tiger is in. And then, you know, the mind also do work in different ways. You know, especially especially Hollywood, they tend to grow up fast in a different way. Yeah, like if you're doing everything, because at the end of the day, that 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 is why we have these age restrictions, right? Because at the end of the day, there's certain shit that I'm doing that you're not supposed to be able to do yeah. or you cannot do, right? Like mm-hmm. if you know, if I'm if I'm drinking at 21, you know, there was a point in my life where, well, I'm at that point where I can I can never date anybody under 21. I really can't date nobody under 25, yeah. but like under 21, hell no, because like we can't even go out together. But if there was no restriction of, oh, being 21, imagine the guys that would have been dating us. To be honest, I actually would like to hear a guy's point of view concerning this, right? Because many guys, they see you differently, you know? Because all the guys I've dated, let me see. Okay, so the one that did, that's like your age? <laughs> that was, yeah, that's one year younger. But all the guys I've dated was, you know, I, they were older than me and it was common for them to date when woman my age, you when, know? when you say older, what's the what? So what is like your age range? Oh, for really? me, 
my oldest was seven years. I don't think I want to do more than seven years. Mm-hmm. But in, besides that situation, I would say five years is when I'm like, okay, you know, five, five to seven years, boom, I'm cool with that. I also don't really want some, because that's the thing, I really don't want someone my age as well. But that's because of how society has, you know, made us feel like, you know, younger men or men your age, they're definitely less mature or whatever. Um, but I do like that, you know, just, just, just a little, you know, I like to know that this, okay, you can teach me something. Okay. These ladies teaching us mm. shit. I mean, now the ones I've experienced, they, you know, they help me out. Um, there's one that I talked to recently. Um, he's five years older. And what I do like about him is that, yes, he's five years older. And when he does bring it up, he just says that, you know, I've experienced this before. You know, he doesn't make me feel like, like less than. Look you here, understand? youngin. Exactly. Yeah. He doesn't say that because I'd be like, excuse me, who are you talking to? You yeah. know? And also with the relationship, I'm able to be like, get your goof ass. I, I'm, I'm able to talk to him as my mate, not as, oh, yeah. uncle. You know, I tend to date guys that are actually like my age, like around my age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much my age. Like, um, maybe a three year difference. And I enjoy that because I like growing with the person that I'm I with. I feel that. I feel like, that. I think it's like really, really like, it's fun. Like, it's just kind of like we're, we're grinding together. We doing this stuff together. You know, we just kind of getting, we, we going through the stuff together. Like it's, it's fun to just know and to know that we're on the same playing field too. That makes sense. Totally. You know, I don't feel, but like, yeah, I think, and I think as I've gotten older, my age gap has changed. So, like I just told y'all, when True. I was like in middle school, you can catch me dating no man two years older than past two years older than you me. You said middle school. Yeah, like when I was like you seven dating grade, in middle school. Well, like guys that I like fancied, oh, okay. I knew I knew to keep my gaze within a certain okay, okay. range. Right, you know right, what I mean? right, 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 um, right. But you know, and, and, and as high school it became like no more than three years, and as I've gotten older, so now my cap, my cap is six to seven, and it has to be like a young seven, like. Like, we got months, you know, the months start adding in for that seven years. Yeah, months. For yeah. that seven years, I mean. Mm-hmm. I agree. I totally agree. But, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for our topic of the week. Yes. You know, moral of the story. Just I mean, hey. Make sure you, you ain't getting love molested sense. out here, man. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Love with sense. Love with sense. In both, in both all angles. Okay. So, Dami, Dami has the word of the week. Yes, we're taking a break from Black Excellence and we're getting into a word of the week, okay? Um, my word of the week is femininity, mm-hmm. all right? Um, now, femininity, as we all know, is basically your connection or your relation to your feminine um, being or power. And I chose this word, especially for us women, because... Um, I've just been in a space in my life where I'm learning who I am as a woman and I'm learning what that means in all shapes and forms and just kind of like how there's there's so many ways to be a woman. There's so many ways to be strong. There's so many ways to be dainty. There's so many ways to be cared for. And you know what? I think we get taught so much as women um, that we, we, we don't have to be this or we have to be strong or we have to be submissive or we have to be that. And it's just kind of like... Your feminine energy could be whatever you want it to be. Because at the mm-hmm. end of the day, if you are a woman and you identify as a woman, you create that energy. That is your feminine energy. Facts. And don't let anybody tell you what that's supposed to look like. Exactly. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm all for that. All right. Let's go into our music. Make me lose control. 
boom. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. I, in my head, I was thinking about like the beat and like, I'm sorry. Let's do that again. Music made me lose control. Let's, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Hey, let's go. Hey, I, hey. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I had a whole thing. Okay. Anyway, for music, so Burnham Boy and Sam Smith, they dropped a song called My My Oasis. And it came out yesterday. Okay. Actually, it came out yesterday. Did you listen? How did you I've not listened. I could play a little, a little, little clip of it. Let's give him a little teaser. Real, real just, quick. Just a little. Let, let's see what's about let's, a little let's, snap, a little sneak, snap. What what are they talking about? What what are they talking about? You know. Okay. Okay. Okay, this beat sound oasis like mellow. It's peaceful. Chill vibe. Thinking that I'm seeing You're playing tricks. I'm gonna pass for a little bit. The river don't end Cause I want you What I do like about Bonner Boy is that he does have the voice that you could put on a slow beat mm. and also <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, I'm, uh, I'm listening to on a analysis. slow and a, and a high beat I mean I definitely prefer him with high beat but he has that deep bass you know mm. that still goes like it goes with the beat it wasn't overpowering you know I'll listen to the song in full but that was a small gist of the song not bad not bad I don't listen to Sam Smith a lot but I'm, I do like when you know hit songs miss are there. Old Sam Smith. I'm not too fond of his music. New, mm, what's his new age type of? Uh, I mean, he does a lot of poppy. You know that before type. he was R&B. I think he was soul. more soul. Yeah, was. I think that you know they told him he was white and he can't do that. So that's how I feel. They do be doing that. They do be doing that. What's um, next? let's get into some of this verses stuff. Y'all know since quarantine started, we gotta talk about verses every week because that's what we do. Um, I you know technically who who's supposed to be going? Um. Two chains and some and and who is it? and Rick Ross. I don't care about that because two I, chains and Rick Ross. Really? Yeah, that that don't make I sense don't know to if me. I like that combination. It don't make sense to me. They they just wanted people to at this point they just want people to be on it and like yeah. No. Um, but let's talk about some of these hypotheticals that came up this week. Okay, so one of the big hypotheticals this week was Chris Brown versus Usher. Now that was a big one. Me personally. I think I need all y'all to chill out and just know that Usher is a legend. I was gonna and say, come on like, now. Don't don't get it to you know Chris Brown, woo woo woo, whatever, whatever. But confession, like all Usher could pay confessions alone. Like, like, like listen, like I just I just need y'all to tell me when when super when superstar come on, what's Chris Brown playing? When no. bad girl come on, what's what's Chris Brown playing? You can give me any Chris Brown song, and I'm telling you what Usher's playing. For listen, that. Usher, listen, listen, listen. Ooh, and he's I, he's definitely more global, I think. Maybe now, because Chris Brown is, you know, whatever. But Usher, you can't tell me there is no continent where they did not know Usher. Even me, when because you know I grew up in Nigeria, ah, my young age, seven years old. Oh, you got it, you got it back. That's you remind me of the girl like oh, that. I, what big, are you talking about? Big capping. Just because Chris Brown put out 40 songs, the album. That's the thing. Y'all big capping. But, you know, Chris Brown, he feeling himself, though, because he's even the one talking about, oh, please, you know. I get I, you I, off my features alone. What? My, but my that's guy, not what we're talking about, though. My guy. I said put up your best 20 against Usher best 20, and it's, he, that's what I'm saying. Confessions alone, as an album, confessions can wash Chris Brown's catalog, and you heard me say it, and I will stand by it. Listen, 
Yeah, get your boo, because you know, Chris Brown was your first lover before No, Drake. he was not. Who was it? My first lover is the person I'm about to talk about now. No Bow Wow slander shall be allowed. Oh, true. Bow Wow was the very Why first, they stay coming very for Bow wow? first crush I ever had in my life. Damn, for real? The very, that's how I knew I was straight, because I loved <laughs> Bow Wow. <Whoa. laughs> that was the first person. So at that age, you were like, oh, I'm straight. No, that was, <laughs> that was the time when it was like, I am attracted to men, because mm. I want him. Oh, so, I wanted Bow Wow. So it wasn't like you so attracted, attracted him being a superstar. You attracted him. No, him, Bow Wow him, was him, so him. cute to me. He then was he was just, he had these songs. He, he had swag. Then though. we was near the same age. I thought it could really happen. Like, how dare Timberland get in the comments talking about some what 20s Bow Wow? First of all, first of all. I don't like how people, I think people are all, coming at um, Bow Wow because of, you know, his recent goofiness. Yeah, and they really think that Bow Wow so is a whole lame yeah. out here. Like, so, y'all better stop playing with my and, man. And he, you know, in, a, in a way, he has the same t- himself to blame for the, some of the goofiness that he's done on social media. It's like, you know, you're a legend in your own right. You know what I mean? You've been. He was part of Death Row Records, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So for you, in a way, for you to carry yourself in this manner, it made them, it made him lose lose his his star a little bit. Yeah, like, come on, but at the end of the day, y'all gotta understand, Bow Wow is young. Like, okay. Bow Wow is young. Like, first of all, first of all, what y'all doing when this come on? Wait, today, okay, you have it plugged? Hey. Oh. Oh. Let me hold you. Hold on, hold on. That's not even the one. Oh, that's not that's, it. That, first of all, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm, be, I'm playing with y'all. I'm playing with y'all. What y'all doing when this come on? Yeah. Hey, 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 I gave it to y'all. What y'all doing when this coming on? I gotta give y'all the first verse. Uh, I have to. To the beat, y'all. Let's go. Who else? Who else is in a movie with Morris Chestnut? Who else? To a 14 year old, cause Bow Wow said, Basketball is my favorite sport. Uh-huh. I like the way to dribble up and down the court. I keep it so fresh on the microphone. I like no interruption when the game is on. Come on. Aye, 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 aye. Y'all gotta yeah, stop playing yeah, with Sean. Yeah. yeah. That's, and I, that's his young catalog. I ain't even give y'all out of my system. Okay. His era was Soja Boy and Dad. I ain't even give y'all Marco Polo. Damn. Come on, stop playing but with Shaq. Can you admit that Bow Wow he does himself? No, he do Bow Wow himself. do goofy stuff because he was he's he's a he's a kid. St- Look, Bow Wow, true, true. Bow he's Wow young. is what thirty three right now. That's what I'm saying about men. That's what you I'm saying. Like, about men. Yeah, he's it's young. like like Bow Wow was a young millionaire. Like he literally said, "I'm only twenty one with a black car." That was, I ain't riding, I ain't riding, I ain't bumping like I'm bumping. You ain't saying nothing, okay. shorty. You that ain't mean, we get it. You love him. This is your I'm man. No. It's your first I have, to, I have to give y'all no more. Come on, I beg. Look at time. Time team up. That okay. was the Bow appreciation. Good job, though. Good job. Good job. Yeah. She, she loved her some Bow. I feel that, Stop though. Stop playing I, with him. I,
Yes, because y'all got Bow Wow all the way twisted. I That's have to get man. into y'all. Okay. So next on the list, let's say together. Flo Millie shit, bitch. <laughs> so Flo Millie, she is a rapper and she just dropped an album called Ho, Why Is You Here? Why Why Is You Here, Ho? Why? Why? Why do these hoes be here? Okay. And she has 12, uh, 12 songs. Um, I like that song called Week. She did I was going to say, Week is the best song uh-huh. on there. But it was, uh, what, it's uh, based off the song the Week. The SWV Week. She, she got bars. I like her flow. No, she definitely got flow. You know what I'm flow. saying? You trying to play something? You trying to play something? I like In the Party. I like her. I've always we liked her. We did Beef. Uh, um, flow Mix was one of our like opening songs mm-hmm. earlier. And she's young. She's only 19. She's, got, she's only 19. She's only 19. So go ahead, girl. Like... She really came through, and I, and I think what I like even more is the unity that's a lot of with a lot of like these female yes. musicians. Because when she dropped, everybody let it be What's known. Tweeting, that like, Flo Millie dropped, go get her. You know, Saucy Santana dropped this week. He did. I did try to listen to it while I was working out. Are we gonna consider him female rapper? He be trying to be. I don't know. Cause they post him as a female rapper. Look, Saucy Santana, he decent. I like him. He, yeah, he's. I like him. I like. I've noticed his new. He could grow. I listened to the new album. He could grow, and because and he had a lot of female rapper features. Yeah, he has that Miami vibe to uh-huh. me. Though. You know what I mean? Like that strip club. Shake it's definitely ass, strip club music. You know what I mean? Getting money, fucking niggas up, shaking your ass. That's so, that's him, Santana. You know. So if you want some new music, that's it on the list. Also, this guy, um, what was this night? Malik Barry also did drop oh, an did album. Oh, did he? Okay. Yes, Malik Barry, he dropped an album today, so you guys definitely check that out as well. Um, but let's go into, wait, we have one more, right? I just want to let y'all know that Drake is the greatest um, musician of all time, because once again, here he is breaking records. Drake surpasses Madonna and breaks the record for top number one songs on the Billboard. That is, awesome. That's my baby right there. I just have to shout him out. Okay, he's he doing big shit. We, we definitely agree with that. Let's get into some TV stuff. Yes, TV, TV, TV. So, Netflix, Netflix. We have some great news. Netflix acquires rights to seven popular black sitcoms. So, if you've been in the mood for watching black sitcoms, finally it is here, okay? Because we've complained about this so much. We're like, where where are they going to put our shows? You know, so now it's available. So, Moe's show will become available on Netflix August 1st. Followed by The Game, which is August 15th, Sister, Sister, September 1st, Girlfriends, that is September 11th, The Parkers, I love The Parkers, October 1st, Half and Half, Half and Half was my show. That was my show. When I was in high school, that's October 15th, and One on One is October 15th as well. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm about to do. I'm all on Netflix because I love me some black sitcoms. Okay, binge watching. Yes. Speaking of some more black excellence in TV, let's talk about these Emmy nominations, okay, that got the haters mad, mm-hmm. shook. All right, so we got um, a record amount of nominations. We got Zendaya for Best Actress in Euphoria, Best Supporting Actress, Yvonne Orji from Insecure. Insecure was nominated for eight Emmys mm. in total. So cin- 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 cinematography for, um, you know, Issa got one. Yvonne got one. We got some for a lot of the stuff. Uh, we got Outstanding Lead Actor for Don Cheeto in Bland, uh, Black Monday and Anthony Anderson in Blackish. Mm. And Outstanding Lead Actor in the Drama, Billy Porter in Pose. We have Issa Rae uh, and um, Tracy Ellis Raj for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy. We got these limited series. We got Kerry Washington for Little Fires Everywhere, which was amazing. Regina 
Regina King for Watchmen, Octavia Spencer in Self Made. We have some of these men coming through for The Good Place, SNL. We have Kenan Thompson. We have um, Mahershala Ali, mm-hmm. William Jackson, Sterling K. Brown, Andre Broder. We have so many names, guys. Okay. So many names. Snap, snap, so snap, many snap. Names. We see why we got them mad. We Amen. see why they hating on us. That's why they mad. That's why they mad. They mad. They mad. They mad. Yep. That's awesome. Just kudos to us. Kudos, kudos to us for working so hard. Um, let's talk about Black is King. Beyonce, so she dropped her film. Visual album. Yeah. Let's agree that it's a visual album. It's not a film. I didn't see it as a film. I mean, look, I've not seen the whole thing. Um, but go ahead and talk about it. You've seen the whole thing. Yeah, right? so I watched the whole thing this morning. Um, beautiful, beautiful work. Great. I will say that, you know what I mean? I don't wanna I don't wanna sound like I hate on Beyonce. It was beautiful work. Um I think it, it was cute. She, it definitely was like the, her own reimagination of the Lion King. Um, I think that people need to slow down talking about, oh, this is going to be Beyonce's Emmy winning thing because I want y'all to tell me the category and then I will agree. Yeah. Um, you know, it was it was great. Really beautiful to see all the looks and stuff. Uh, I think that for a long time, I've always felt that Beyonce appropriates African culture um, and like she uses it. But this is one of the times where I was impressed with how okay, she was able to, to yeah. really include African artists and and stuff um i think she you know she still be kind of borderline and like some stuff but it was great to like yemi holiday killed every look she had yemi looked great ty savage looked good you know it, it was it was nice to see i liked it i saw you know different versions like different like clips of different songs of it so i've not seen the whole thing but i feel like i've seen many different ones so i almost damn near already seen the whole thing um but the, listen the dances she she hit the dances with the the movement with the neck the snaps man i love it on twitter people are talking about is she nigerian i beg please i'm tired of hearing it i am for me i'm tired of hearing it because she also did made a post that she did her research this and that whatever about the african culture i didn't see that post though she did go look at the post it's on her igtv it's there it's long as hell because she even said normally i try to keep it cute and short in my captions mm-hmm. okay and i'm like okay beyonce you know giving us some personality you know um but obviously you know with her if collabing with African artists, and she does have a history of um, having African choreographers and dancers as part of her team, right? right? Like, yeah. she definitely goes to African countries to get this young mm-hmm. dancers, you know, like the the French twins, the twins, like, they're African, and they've been known to dance for her on her shows yeah. or her videos, whatever. And she's been doing it for, for years. Before yeah, Lion King, runs the world. Before whatever. Was, people yeah, are like, yeah, oh, yeah. She, has she been to Nigeria? Even when I went, I was in high school in Nigeria. I remember when, I remember when Beyonce came to Nigeria. I remember when Nigeria, Beyonce came to Nigeria and she, and she sang, sang the, the national, national anthem. anthem. Yeah, okay. I remember that. So for me, it's like, we, we always say, oh, we want African Americans to claim the African side or, you know, they should be open, they should accept it. I mean, of course, their own interpretation is going to be different because they did not grow up as African. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I feel like this her own interpretation is beautiful. She's highlighting in a beautiful way. It's not negative. You know what I'm saying? She did in different locations, different scenes, mm-hmm. some in rural areas, some in urban areas that, you know, the looks, having those artists, it's like, what more can you ask for? No, no I, think, I, I definitely think this is, this was Beyonce. Like, and I would definitely say, because I have, I've been on record saying that I think that Beyonce uses African culture and doesn't, acknowledge it or talk about it but i will say on record this this was a great showing and i also do do think stuff like that happens step by step you know you can't immediately expect her like five years ago or six years ago even her videos when she had gaily you can't expect her oh she gonna know everything down it's step by step you know what i'm saying like this is somebody who grew up as american you think immediately they're gonna know about african culture you know what i mean like the little that they know is they want to highlight in a beautiful way respectful way i'm for it i'm all for it because you know we want to say oh we are black we're one Let's embrace them. Let's not say, is she Nigerian? 
window. Why she got the headgear on? That's why ignorant. why is she that wear is this? It's like, that please. So so what do you want? At this point, what do you want? Because That's now, on the other end, let's talk about it, though. Let's talk about Tiwa Savage. You know, let's talk about Two-Face. Let's talk about our, our favorite Nigerian artists and stuff. They their music is you know is, is inspired by American black music black American music mm-hmm. like uh, let's be real you know the R and B whatever R and B is not African it's not yeah. it's not it's really not like Simi she does Nigerian R and B you know what I mean like Tiwa come on now all these Nigerian artists that we that we like from the eighties yeah. ninety they're all inspired by black American music as well so are we telling them like oh okay where where is your caption or where is your citation because at this point I'm like what do y'all want y'all want MLA citation no I think I think that there, there was an era of Beyonce that was very heavily rooted in what is known as cultural African stuff and I think that it was like a, okay but where'd you get this from I, I didn't think there was a point where it's like she used it and she ain't talk about it enough and I think we and also I, have to remember the, the time frame remember society we were shifting we're changing nah, the gee, time I'm sorry. frame it was for, that for as, hard, for as hard as she went all that shit it's like you you clearly did your research this ain't no mm-hmm. common ass knowledge so at least just talk about it that's how I felt about it okay that she did not it's talk like, about you this. didn't talk about it. like you for you to be talking that deep into a reshine this this that and the other and be doing all of this you did some research and one that, that ain't no Oh, we just knew about this. It, you did some knowledge. I think also because Beyonce yeah. is known for not necessarily talking so much at all. Yeah. You know so, what I mean? You I know. Think, but if you look at her credits, even back in the day, she credit every single body. Yeah, you know, otherwise you're she, gonna get sued. You she credit everybody, yeah. but she's not known for talking at yeah. all. Even yeah. her own American culture, her text her, it's only when she says, Oh, I'm Houston baby. That's yeah. it. She's yeah. known for not talking at all, period. But I love it, I liked it. I'm for it. I'm happy. You gotta watch the whole beautiful. thing. You gotta watch the whole thing. It was beautiful. The little that I saw, I was impressed, and yeah. I'm happy about it. So if you, I do to think see the only clips, thing, the only thing that pisses me off though is like they did fuck up the legacy of Lion King. I agree with that, that one. That did that blew me because essentially what y'all turned the whole live action into. It, it essentially just was like this was a three part thing because that's all it was because they they just screwed up the integrity of the actual movie to accommodate Beyonce doing this. So, that was the only thing that I'm, like, pissed. But that's a Disney thing. That's not a Beyonce Yeah, thing. no, I totally agree with that one. Because she said she was supposed to drop this um, film with The Lion King. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm glad yeah. that didn't happen. Yeah, it been too much. Yeah. But in other news, Revolt TV, which we know is owned by Diddy, announces new unscripted Kenya-based series, What's Good Africa? I think that's quite interesting. So the series is part of Revolt's new partnership with What's Good Network and their production company. Um, It's an award-winning show, um, What's Good Studios. I didn't even know about that, which is in Kenya. And it's going to be a 10-episode season hosted by African television personalities such as Remy Majala and Nick Ndenda. And it will be airing on August 12th on Revolt at 9.30 p.m. It also airs on NTV Kenya in Tanzania and Uganda. Oh, on nice. DSTV. I think this is super cool. That's I like to cool. see that Diddy, like, he's expanding, you know? It's yeah, not just an American yeah. thing, you know, because we definitely do need to... It really pains me that majority of our television and networks music is owned by non-black people. It yeah. really pains me, right? Yeah. So that's why we see... That's why, you know, when it comes to certain, polo, you know, racial issues, it's like they instantly make it a political thing, and it's like it's hard for celebrities to talk about racial things because they're yeah. scared of losing their jobs you know and they, this white people they obviously take advantage of our black talent so I think that's beautiful something wonderful wonderful I'd like to watch it sometime I think that's all do you have anything else for TV no that's it 
that's it that we have for TV, y'all. Um, and my quote for today, it says, no one is too young or old for love. Because love doesn't come from the mind, which knows your age. But it comes from your heart, which knows no age. But at the same time, love with sense, okay? As Dami said, don't be molested out here. Don't be using people out here because they are young or old. And I think that's what we have for today. And this is Cross Culture.